Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios. How are you, Mark? Good, man. How's your day? Uh, it's been good. Uh, so, actually, I, I got into work early today. I know, right? We pulled in at the same time. We're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you were about a half hour later than usual, but you got a, man, you got a long, long day today. We got, yeah. we got stuff going on all throughout the afternoon and. Anything past like noon for us, it might as well be like after midnight for normal Pretty people. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be here till 2.30 today. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll uh, take it. Take my time getting into work right. this morning. But yeah, but, uh, long long day ahead of us, but, but it just means good stuff coming. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we've got Corey Feldman coming up after 8 o'clock this morning, uh, which is going to be awesome, man. Uh, I totally want to ask him about the, tur- the Ninja Turtles movie. Yes. Yes, we have to ask him about that. Yes. Yeah. So, um, what's new with you, man? What's what's going on in your world? Nothing. Last night I was uh, <laughs> I was laying in bed going through emails before yeah. I went to bed, uh-huh. and uh, I'm going through, and I look and I see I got an email from Ten Ten, the Chinese buffet across oh, yeah. the street. It says, yeah. "Come back, we miss you." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, same. <laughs> Wait, how often, how often do you eat at Ten Ten? I not really. Like maybe okay. like once every three months. Okay. I'd say All just because right. it's like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like you just go there and you just go. That was, I don't know if I told you, the day I moved here was Easter Sunday. And my brother came up here um, to kind of help me move stuff in yeah. the storage. The only place open was 1010. So the first <laughs> like meal I yes. had in Kalamazoo was 1010. So good. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of food. Yes. I never told you about the brother's day I had. The, I told, the, the bowling the, adventure? Yeah. Okay. I never told you what what really happened that night. So. Oh no! Oh my gosh! I almost peed myself in the bowling alley, like thoroughly. Uh, mind you, I was quite intoxicated, <laughs> and my brothers, like we are just a bunch of goofballs. Like, and so we're. Getting, I've met you know, them. Yes. So we're you know we're we're bowling. We're getting sauced up, and we're like, all right, let's go play billiards. So we go to the pool room and the pool room is like this like little, I, okay, it's like a little diner area yeah. in the bowling alley. That's where the bar is. It's where the kitchen is. Yeah. And we're hanging out. We're playing pool and we're, you know, continuing to drink and they start bringing in these tables full of food, like just like finger snacks and chips. Just and laid it like, out. Yeah. Yeah. Like two tables full of food, wow. but there's like nobody in there. So, like, there's nobody in, there's, like, maybe a table of, like, six people. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a lot of food for six people. I don't even know if, like, I was thinking, I was like, we're, like, laughing. We're like, what the hell are they doing? Like, <laughs> you know, nobody's, you know, where, where's that food going to? Yeah. And we're looking around and, uh, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, we have no idea. They're like, maybe it's for us. And I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not for us. And, uh. Tim, my oldest brother, looks at my younger brother, Al. He's like, Al, go take one of those cupcakes over there. <laughs> <laughs> and we start laughing. And like, I'm, I, like I said, I'm in the bag. I'm kind of sauced up and I'm yeah. just, I'm already in a goofy mood. And I go to take my shot and I look up and Al's taking a bite out of this <laughs> cupcake. Al just took the cupcake off the table and he starts eating it. I'm crying, dude. <laughs> I'm like crying. <laughs> I'm like drawing all the attention over. So I had to bury my face into the table and just laugh it out for like three minutes. Al just straight up went over there and took people's food and he starts eating it. And then 
we're playing another game, and Tim's like, all right, loser of this game has to go over there and get that bag of <laughs> sour cream and onion chips. Bring it over here. I'm like, oh, my God. Did you ever figure out why they were putting the food out? No idea. Like it was some kid's birthday party, and you guys were just stealing cupcakes from this kid's <laughs> birthday party? Yeah, Al just helped himself to a cupcake. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. You I lose was... a game of billiards, you have to go steal that child's dessert for his birthday celebration. Uh, it was so funny. <laughs> God, it was so funny. I was I was literally crying. I almost peed myself. Oh, that's great. Was it a good... Did you get one? No, no, because, you know. Oh. so you, No you, sugar. You couldn't eat the cupcake, but you could get thoroughly sauced at the bowling alley. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vodkas and sodas <laughs> all night. That was my cupcake. <laughs> Oh, man. What is it, like 10 days and we're going to have cupcakes again? Yes. I'm so excited for that. This is Rock Station 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. Meatball, there's, uh, you know the lights I told you about in uh, downtown Rochester, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were telling me, like, it's, it's a pretty amazing light display. Yeah, so the big bright light show that goes down in downtown Rochester, which is my hometown. Mm-hmm. And there's like, I think there's close to like 1.6 million points of light. Good Lord. And, um, basically what they do is it's, it's the entire downtown strip. So every storefront gets its own like pattern of lights. So like okay. one store will be like the Arizona Saddlery has like orange lights. Okay. And then like the bar next door will have like green lights. Oh, so, okay. I gotcha. It's like blocks of lights. It's really pretty. Okay. Um, so like every building just has a different look, a different design, different. Pretty much. That's very cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they look so, like little packages downtown. I like that. Yeah, it's really sweet. So it's, and we have uh, pictures up on the Rocker app of this. Cool. But recently, there's a new park that they put up, and it's really cool. It's called Innovation Hills, and it's a really nice park uh-huh. because it's it's unique in that there's like a giant pond there it's like a sanctuary for a lot of wildlife oh. there's some nice walk like pathways there's a like a playground so it's a really nice upgrade that they gave to this area of land which was basically barren okay and it's really cool looking but recently they put christmas lights on the trees down there and if you uh-huh. open up the rocker app you can see this picture it looks like a giant light bright board Oh, wow. Because there's trees, like, scattered throughout the park. Yeah, they're all, I mean, they're all, like, the, the, there's a, there's a certain color, a certain type of color that those light bright lights give off. I don't know how to describe it other than that is the exact color for light bright. Yeah, it looks like a giant (laughs) light bright board. This is really cool that they did this. And I, it's sweet because I'm headed there, uh, after, well, I'm, we're, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. I'm, okay, I'm going right. to go on a little trip before I head back to the east side of the state. Gotcha. But okay. When I go to the east side of the state, if I make it, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to hit this up because this looks really sweet. Yeah. So it's just cool to see it from the sky, too, because that's, I mean, it's like the peripheral vision, uh, you know, sight of where, how you would look at a light bright. Yeah. But still, it would be cool to walk around and check out. When I first saw this photo, I thought it wasn't, I didn't think it was trees. I thought it was like you know, some like real trees. I thought they were like, you know, fake ones or something like that. And uh-huh. like you plug them into the ground in different places and they light up, you know, like a real light bright. Yep. So I was looking at this thinking like, okay, th- this design kind of sucks over here. Ah. Like what, what is that even supposed to be? It's just an outline of a park. That's boring. If I had a real light bright, like I'd be drawing all kinds, like I wish you could pick these up and like draw your own designs in the park. You uh-huh. know? Yeah, absolutely. It'd be really cool. You could draw I, like a Rudolph and a Santa and do all kinds, but then... It would have been cool, but like, again, they 
you'd have to plant the trees to look like a Santa Claus, and I don't know if you'd want to do that. Yeah, just that for one, seems like a, seems <laughs> for like a one lot of month, work. you know. <laughs> Either way, this is cool looking. You can take a look. There's other really cool light shows that we've got up there on the Rocker right. app for you. It's probably a so. good thing that this isn't like customizable to like draw different designs and stuff. Because I mean, I know what I would draw with a light bright. I know. I remember when I was like 12 and 13, what I was putting on my light bright. <laughs> That might get you banned from the city, Meatball. <laughs> Meatball is no longer welcome in Rochester Hills. Why? Come on. It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Day Five on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for The Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers today. Mark's asking the questions. Looking for the win. I am answering. Looking to spoil his win. I got some help on the line today from Mike. How are you, brother? I'm good, thanks. Awesome, Mike. You How and are me. You? Oh, dude, we're great, <laughs> man. We're getting towards the weekend. We got the WWE show coming up on mm-hmm. Sunday. So, yeah, we're looking forward to this. But we're also looking forward to the Daily Five trivia today. You got to help Meatball get three out of five questions right for Meatball to get the point. Otherwise, I am taking the victory for the week. And we need to avoid that at all costs, Mike. <laughs> He's getting too cocky. <laughs> yeah. I'll try it, man. I'll try it. Before you know it, he'll start winning regularly. Right? We can't have that. All right. If you guys are ready, <laughs> let's get this bad boy started. Let's go for it. Question number one is in the category of music. All right. As of 2018, this is a more or less question. Oh, okay, okay, okay. As of 2018, the global music industry is worth more or less than $20 billion. More. That's got to be more. That's got to be more. I think the U.S. alone is probably worth more than $20 billion. So that's, yeah, let's go more. Okay. The, as of 2018, the global music industry is worth $19.1 no. billion. Dollars. Yeah, that was. Just a shade under $20 billion. But it's definitely worth more than that now. As I mean, of 2018, it said. So. Yeah, well, well, adjust for inflation. That's what Mike and I were doing. For- <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Adjusted. All right. (laughs) Moving on from that. Uh, (laughs) Category number two falls in the realm of animals. All right. Which of these animals has no vocal cords? Is it a sloth, a giraffe, or snakes? Ooh. Um, I've actually met a sloth before. I know they make noise. So I, I think sloths have vocal cords. I would assume giraffes do. I've never heard a snake make any noise outside of like percussion you know. sounds, <laughs> yeah. egg shakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I mean, you ever heard a moth make a noise? A moth? No, but I'm sure make a lot of noise when moths are around. Yeah, no joke. get the heck away from me. <laughs> All right, so it was sloth. What was the second one? Giraffe, Giraffe and, and snake. Hmm. Giraffes have to make a noise of some. They have to make like some kind of grunty noise. It's got. It's got. It's got to be snakes, right, Mike? Yeah. I, I hope if I ever meet a giraffe, it goes. <laughs> that's great. It's just I, I, I honestly it. don't know what noise a giraffe would make, but I assume that's it. 
<laughs> yeah, let's go with let's go with snakes. Final answer. Okay, so you are right. Meatball sloths do have vocal cords. Yes. Interestingly enough, no. Snakes have an individual vocal cord. They have one vocal cord. Giraffes do not have vocal cords. That just seems illogical. I know it's crazy, right? Now wait a minute. Now I I just want to point out a technicality. You said vocal cords. Snakes have vocal cord. Yeah, but it has no vocal cords. <sighs> I thought I caught you on a technicality. All right, let's move on. Sorry, player. I'm trying. <laughs> it's okay. I believe in you. Okay, here we go. Here we no, go. you don't. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, dude. Come on. We're boys. All right, question number three. The category is history. Okay. Who is said to be the richest man in history? Is it Mansa Musa, the king of Timbuktu, Augustus Caesar, or Elon Musk? It's the it's the first guy. Mansa Musa? From Timbuktu. Because, and I saw this on the History Channel, he had so much money, he was literally like giving it away. He was just, just dumping it off of whatever he was traveling with. Yeah. When he was traveling like Europe and Africa and stuff. And the amount of money and gold and wealth that he was leaving behind was literally changing economies. Right. When he was doing well, he didn't leave us none. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You jerk. <laughs> Somebody get a uh, paranormal expert to cuss this guy out. <laughs> it's definitely that dude. So here's an interesting fact, Meatball. Adjusted for inflation. Here's here's an interesting <laughs> fact, Meatball. Okay. There's actually only one wrong answer in this, which okay. is Elon Musk. Okay. So according to history, the richest man who could be accounted for was Augustus Caesar. Yeah. Who is $46 trillion, it's okay. said to have. But you are correct in the sense that Mansa Musa, the king of Timbuktu, was so rich, they said it was immeasurable. Yeah. So technically, both of those answers are correct. Yeah. So you did get that one correct. I, I, for whatever reason, I remember that from the History Channel, like some documentary I was watching. I was like, why couldn't I live in those poor countries during that time? Right. The dudes were literally just giving out gold to everybody. Living lavish, living right? large. Okay. Meatball, you are still in this. Okay, here we go. Question number four falls in the category of science. Mm -hmm. How many letters of the alphabet do not appear in the periodic table? Is it one, two letters, or is it a trick question and all of them appear in the periodic table? It's a trick question. I'm kind of with Mike on this because I'm thinking of like the rare one. The only letter I'm thinking doesn't show up would be Q. Is quartz... I don't, and see, that's the thing. It may be like QT or QZ or something like that. I'm trying to think of the, the rare letters. I know Z does. I know Y does. I know X does. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Mike's gut as well and say none. I think every letter in the alphabet appears in the periodic table. Final answer. Final answer. Final answer. No! J does not appear oh. in the periodic table. So, I'm going to discover a new element, and I'm going to make it start with J. Unfortunately, you guys lose. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, Mike, Mike okay, doesn't though. lose. No, I, Mike I wins. Lose. Mike wins, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get to take my grandson to WWE. Exactly, right. exactly. Maybe you'll invite Meatball. I don't know. No, so no. We need some gravy points. <laughs> we, we need some gravy points. I want to get this one. I want you guys to end with a win here. All right, all right. Music is the category. Okay. Stouffville. Stouffville. Allow me to uh, rephrase that. Okay. Stouffville, not really important, holds the world record for the longest concert 
in rec- in recorded history, according to Guinness. Okay. How long was the concert? 328 hours, 414, 437. That's, I love concerts. That's too long. <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to go with the first one. 328? Yep. I, I mean, that's the standard length of a Grateful Dead concert, I think. <laughs> Um. Yeah. God, those seem so excessive. I'm with. I'm with my. How many days would that be? Twenty. I, I don't even. I can't do math. I'm not gonna do it. Not even gonna try. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Uh. Yeah. Let's go with the first one. Let's go with the low end of that one. Final answer. I'm with Mike. Really? Uh, 437 Good hours. Straight. God. Uh, interesting fact. Actually, I actually was part of a Guinness World Record for the longest concert ever. You were. Yeah. Back in 2010, I believe my okay. band was a part of the concert that ran in Royal Oak, I believe it was. Uh-huh. And it was in the 300s. We set the Guinness Sheesh. World Record for the longest concert. And, now, then this us, one, and then this one beat it. Yeah, it was funny because when we set that world record, there was actually a fire that broke out in the building, uh-huh. which would have interrupted it. So they took the live performances outside while <laughs> they fixed everything and then brought it back in. There's very stipulations and rules yeah. to it. I think yeah. Mike, Mike would be in agreement, though. That's That's just too long a show, right? Too long. <laughs> oh my God! Too Actually, yeah, you're no kidding. Well, that is eighteen and like eighteen and a quarter days. Yeesh. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. Whoa. Listen, no. I, love, I love music, but I don't love it that much. I don't much, even have but... that much vacation time. <laughs> well, we got the W for the week, and Mike, we want to thank you for hanging out, and playing the Daily Five. So you got those WWE tickets. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. Yeah, Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. All right, I need you to do something for me, Mark. I need okay. you to go to the Rocker app. I need you to pull up this story about this Airbnb I found just off of downtown Kalamazoo and take a look at it. Okay. Because it is uh, something to behold if you are a video game person. Really? Yes. Now pull this up and take a look at it. Okay. And... Dear God, it's a gamer's delight. Oh, my God. This Airbnb right off of downtown. Airbnb right off of downtown has classic video game consoles, <laughs> like arcade-style consoles. It has uh, a whole room dedicated to video games upstairs in it. That yeah. is sweet. Yes. Now, I uh, obviously, I live here, so I, I really shouldn't stay here, but I, if, <laughs> I'm stupid. Oh, I don't, no, dude. Yeah, I'm down to stay here. I'm recommending this to everybody I know that comes to town to visit or something because uh, this is going to be where I go to hang out every single time somebody comes to visit. Dude, totally. So Airbnb right off of downtown. It's it's cool enough that you're you're close enough to be able to do all the stuff in downtown. But then I I genuinely don't think I would ever leave this place. It's awesome. It has no, NBA Jam, sweet. dude. NBA Jam, the arcade version whoa, of whoa, NBA whoa, whoa, Jam. Whoa. I missed that. Yes. I missed that. Hold up. I'm still going through these photos. <laughs> I mean, it's a really nice place. It really is. But even if, like, you've got family, like, for me, like, Brother's Day. Mm-hmm. Let me see what we got. We got Pac-Man, Street Fighter 2. We got OutRun, which is... Oh, they got Moose and Bear. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh my gosh! Yep. Oh, and they, yeah, they do have NBA. Okay, and it's bro. the classic. It's the classic like arcade box, yeah, you know, style of video game. But, and then if that's not enough, they have a whole bunch of gaming chairs and snack bowls, and then this whole gaming bro. setup at the other end of the top floor that has a massive TV and controllers and gaming chair. Oh my god, dude! This I'm is a uh, dream. I'm texting my brother right now because <laughs> I'm saying next Brother's Day is in Kalamazoo. Yeah, easily. Because that's nothing. That's if you got four guys going in on it, that's mm-hmm. fifty bucks. Oh yeah. If you do, that's the thing. It's like it's only about two hundred bucks a night, right? Which if you if you add that up, I mean that's that's it's a little more than what I'm paying for rent. So I mean I could technically ah. live there for a little while, but no, this is very very cool. Sleeps eight people. I think there's four bedrooms, six beds, something like that. Um, beautiful space down. So like you know, if you bring the whole family, and maybe not everybody's a video jammer or whatever. Um, you know, there's, there's TVs, there's relaxing areas elsewhere in the house and, you know, everything is really, really nice. But dude, that top floor with all the video games and stuff is just bonkers. I'm, I told you I'm texting my brothers because <laughs> they better start planning. Cause just, just need to hope that it's not next door to some little kid's birthday party and you guys start stealing cupcakes from them. Too. <laughs> Be like, Hey, sorry, I stole your cupcake. You guys want to come play Pac-Man? Chat with Meatball and Mark now on the Rocker app. More of the Rocker Morning Show next on 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball, Mark Frankhouse. And on the phone with us right now, I'm not even going to introduce him because we all know who he is. Corey Feldman, how are you, brother? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Fantastic. Well, we uh, we have seen you in some of the most iconic 80s movies I think ever made. You know, Gremlins, Stand By Me, Lost Boys, Goonies, and now, you know, reinvigorating a new chapter in your career as a performing artist. We're kind of coming up on like 40 years since some of your earliest work on film and TV. And, you know, I'm not going to ask you what maybe your favorite role was necessarily, because, I mean, you've had a lot of them. I'm more curious, you know, as a kid, what role was it that made that, that switched on that light bulb when you were a young actor that said, you know what, I want to do this. I want to, this is what I want to do as my career. You know, I have to be honest, I don't think that moment ever happened. Really? Okay. It was, you know, yeah, there was no... There was no kind of premeditation or pre-thought about it because, you know, as a kid, obviously, you're a kid, you know, you you have fun, you, you try to, you know, stay out of trouble, you try to keep your head up and, and, and just enjoy the moment, and you're not really thinking about the adult world. You know, sure. what adults do in adult world is a whole separate thing. So, you know, as a kid, I obviously came from a very abusive household. I've talked about that very openly, mm-hmm. and I was forced into it, not saying that I, you know, didn't enjoy it. Because I did to some extent, but it was still work, you know. I mean, what kid wants to spend eight hours a day at work and then go to school for four hours and, you know, and then go to bed and get up and do it all over again? I mean, kids want to go out and play and have fun. Right. Uh, And I didn't get to do that. So I, I definitely was deprived of the childhood experience. Uh, and people forget that, you know, it's, yeah. it's something that, uh, people just take for granted. Uh, but that said, you know, there was a point where I made the decision. Uh, and this was long after all of those big hit movies started happening. But, mm-hmm. you know, after my, my string, I did about 18 number one films in a row. Yeah. Uh, I had all these successes. And then I got into some trouble in my teenage years, you know, dealing with the pain of, of all the abuses that I had endured, which is very natural, by the way, for kids to go of course, through. Sure, you know, sure. there comes a point where, you know, you're going to have to go through the pain and, and grow from it. So I did. I took that time off. I did therapy. And then I came out of it and I had to make a decision when I was about 18, you know, 
am I done with this? Was that just a thing I did to please my parents? Or is this something I actually want to continue as an adult? So I had to, at some point, make a decision. Is this going to be my career for the rest of my life? Or was it just something that I did to make my parents happy? And ultimately, I decided, oh, look, I'm good at what I do. Mm -hmm. I love my art. I love my craft. So, yes, I'm going to continue on and and make it my own. And I did. You know, I did eventually do that. So uh, it's been a good run, you know, and I'm grateful to still be working. I'm grateful to still have people enjoying my work and my, you know, my talents and uh, and being out there every night with screaming audiences. (laughs) True. You you would never know that I ever, you know, took a pause because (laughs) it's just beautiful. There's so much positive energy and love being reciprocated at these shows every night. It's amazing. That's great, dude. And you did say, like, that string of films, the number one films you were in, Friday the 13th, Final Chapter, Gremlins, Goonies, Stand By Me, Lost Boys. I mean, the list is so huge. Uh, Were you excited to be a part of these films and excited looking back at it now, knowing just how much it's impacted people's lives? Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, you you know, you you can't be... Uh, tone deaf to the fact that you're in a number one film, you know, when you're in a number one film, you know it. But that said, it also was, I was a bit jaded in the process because I didn't realize that there's a chance you could put a movie out and it doesn't go number one. (laughs) There's a chance you could put a movie out and nobody cares or nobody pays attention. I didn't understand that that was even a possibility because in my reality, every movie that I made went straight to the top of the box office. And I thought, that's just the way it goes. That's yeah. what happens. You put your movie out, it goes to number one. Then the next week, somebody else gets it. You know? yeah. Yeah. But obviously, that's not the case at all. <laughs> uh, but I didn't know that. You know, I was very naive. What was the first movie that you kind of had that reality check? Um, I guess it was License to Drive. Okay. Because yeah. it opened number three. It didn't open number one. It opened number three. And it was like, wait, number three? What <laughs> right. Is, what do you mean we've opened number three? How is that possible? You know? Um, you know, you're currently out on tour with some new music. And and both Mark and I were talking about this the other day. It's cool that you found um, this, this new outlet to express yourself and uh, uh, put some art out there for people. Thank you. Well, you know what? I've been, it's not that new. I've been doing it for 30 years. Sure, In sure. Fact, that's what this, this is all about is, is the new album is part of my new box set. And the box set is a celebration of 30 years of music. So, uh, basically I put out this box, uh, you know, just, uh, at the beginning of last year, at the beginning of this year, whatever it was. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Uh, right. but anyway, so we put out this box, which is six discs. It's four CDs, two DVDs. It also includes the new album, Love Left Two Army with Love. We have a new single, Without You, which just hit number 21 on the Billboard charts. Wow, awesome. Temporary charts. So it's been very exciting. Uh, but that said, uh, yeah, the first album came out in 1993, and it was called Love Left. Uh-huh. And so we remixed and remastered that first album and put it out as part of this box set to celebrate the 30th anniversary, which is next year. It's been a journey, let me tell you. You know, I remember when I first started doing music, people would, you know, kind of pshaw at me. You know, everybody yeah. said, oh, you'll never be a, a well-known as an artist. You'll never be taken seriously as a singer because you're an actor. Right. You can't possibly do that, you know, because back in the 80s, it was really frowned upon. You know, don't forget... Yeah. In the 70s, in the 70s, there was a bunch of actors that crossed over, and in the early 80s, 
that really kind of ruined it for the rest of us. So I had to work very hard to kind of break that mold. So the fact that I've gotten now uh, three top 40 Billboard hits and my most recent one happened just this year, just this month, you know, a month yeah. ago we were on the charts. So, you know, it's very exciting to still be current and to still be breaking the records. So yeah, absolutely. I'm grateful. I'm well, very grateful for my fans. Well, c- congratulations yeah, to, uh, to all those accolades, you know, uh, better late than never as far as like getting those those hits out there. But uh, very excited about what's coming forward with this new single uh, you have out now is called Without You from the new album we were just talking about, right. Left uh, Love Left 2. Uh, Army with Love. It's available now as part of the box set, Love Left 2.1. And you are at CoreyFeldman.net to find more information on all of this. Man, we greatly appreciate your time this morning. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate your support this morning. And hopefully, if we come back to your town, you guys come out and see us, because it's a great show. You'll have a lot of fun. Oh, you know it. Absolutely, man. We're there. Thanks for the years of entertainment, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks right. for the support. You want to hear more with our interview with Corey Feldman, including his involvement with the Ninja Turtle movies that he got to do the voice for Donatello for. It's just an incredible interview. It's up now on the Rocker Morning Show podcast on the Rocker app. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studio. So there's been discussion for a while now. Uh, more or less since I moved here for mm-hmm. two-way traffic in downtown Kalamazoo. And, you know, we've written a couple articles about, yeah, we're not really big fans of it, you know. And I initially I was because I was like I was having trouble navigating the one way streets around downtown Kalamazoo. Yeah. But here's the thing. It was brand new to me. So, of course, I don't know it, Mm -hmm. you know, and people from out of town, of course, they don't know it. But you don't know it when you go to other towns, too, you know, when you hit one way traffic and stuff. So it's just a matter of getting used to it or just accepting the fact that, you know, you're a tourist and you're lost for a little bit and then you're fine. Right. But for the most part, the people that use these roads understand how to use them and the way it works to keep traffic flowing, right? New plan has been introduced from the city of Kalamazoo as to what they want to do for two-way traffic in downtown. Okay. And it is a dumpster fire. I'm not even joking. Check it out. It's up on the Rocker app. Um, they announced this, I believe it was yesterday. They put these plans out. M Live wrote an article about it and kind of posted the plans here. But essentially, if you look at the, the, the image, the graphic that they made for how they're going to change the lanes through downtown, it is the dumbest idea I have ever seen for traffic. You take three lanes going one direction, basically in a circle around downtown with yeah. parking on both sides. And you, you, you turn it into basically a roundabout around downtown that the inside lane of that roundabout goes the opposite direction. <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay, so let's go through this step by step. One, uneven traffic flow. There, This is an uneven lane. So if you're driving, say, west on West Kalamazoo Avenue, right? Yeah. The two lanes on the right side are going to be the same direction that they've always been. Yeah. The inside lane closest to downtown, which would be the south lane, I guess, is going the opposite direction. And between them, there's a turn lane. The amount of traffic they're planning for going the opposite direction on that road is so small and minuscule that it doesn't even need an ex, like it doesn't need an even amount of lanes. It just needs one lane. So even the people who designed this recognize, well, there's not going to be that much traffic going the other direction. It's like, then what's the point? This is going to be a mess. The uh, the second part of this is that turn lane, because now you have traffic moving the opposite direction on an inside lane 
they've got to cross moving traffic so they have the turn lane but then traffic from the outside has to turn inside too so now you're going to have cars headlight to headlight bumper to bumper trying to turn but they can't because of traffic and it's all backed up because those stupid turn lanes are going to be full of people which is going to back traffic up even more right and then people stop in the intersections because i see what happens on west main whenever there's one lane of traffic closed you know but what you know and what happens when the traffic is so backed up on that left turn lane but people heading the same direction need to get in that turn lane well yes they're gonna stop yes impede traffic and then you're gonna stop on the intersections because you didn't stop in time and didn't see traffic stopping so now you're gonna be blocking traffic from the other direction if you can make sense of this graphic on the rocker app i'll buy you a beer (laughs) i'm looking at this thing and i'm like here's why here's the biggest issue i think with this whole idea because what's one of the biggest problems with downtown kalamazoo I don't think there's enough parking. Yeah, yeah. This eliminates an entire lane of parking around downtown. There's already a parking issue, and you just eliminated, like, some of the prime spots on those main roads. (sighs) I thought they screwed up with the bike lanes. This may take it to a whole new level, dude. I'm not excited for this, but no, I hope this is just them saying, well, this is an idea that a five-year-old drew up. God, I think Yippee. there's, I think there's better things they could be spending their time on, like, you know, getting kids from Western and K College to actually come down the hill into downtown Kalamazoo, you know, like trolley services, uh, shuttles, something just to get people into downtown without having to park there, you know. Yeah, college kids don't have cars. Most of them don't have cars. It's a long way from the colleges to get to downtown. Like, find right. ways to get them there. Cars cut into beer money. Right. And you know what? If you if you eliminate the need to drive into downtown, then you're eliminating that flow of traffic that they're going to just destroy with this two-way road. This is going to be awful, dude. Like I said, if you can make sense of this graphic, I'll buy you a beer. Beer's <laughs> on the house. But don't get your hopes up. All right, I'm going to really study this, so Mark has to buy me a beer now. This Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frank House live from the Climax Solar Studios. Got an event coming up uh, next week, next month, mo- uh, week after Monday, right? Yep, a week from this upcoming Monday. Yes. Crayons for Kids and the Lean One Family uh, teaming up with us again. 107.7 yes. RKR once again going to be teaming up for Operation Scribble. That's Monday, December nineteenth, and uh, we're going to be talking to a former uh, RKR DJ, mm-hmm. Diane. Uh, and she's going to be coming in next week. We're going to have a little bit more details for you. But it's going to be fun. We're doing Operation Scribble again. It's going to be going down from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. this year at Breakfast at Tiffany's in Kalamazoo. And uh, basically, this is bringing up, this is uh, raising toys and, and fundraising and stuff for uh, children in the hospitals, in the area hospitals, right? So Yeah, yeah. this is going to be sweet. She's going to be accepting unwrapped gifts for patients at Bronson's Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. Also, she's going to be checking in with us throughout the day. Yep. So I'm going to be up in the, uh, we're going to be up in the, well. <laughs> you're going to be, you're, you're going to be out of town. Yeah, yeah. I will be here. We'll, we'll tell you where I'm at tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're going to be checking in with her here with Meatball in the studio mm-hmm. all day. Every hour, we're going to uh, check in, see how things are going over yep. there. But you want to be a part of this. You can open up the Rocker app and we have everything you need to know. I mean, 
Operation Scribble's been around for 18 years. Mm -hmm. You guys know what this is all about. Uh, Personalized gifts are going to be delivered to every child at Bronson's Children's Hospital on both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And then the remaining gifts get delivered multiple times throughout the year. So the more, the better. Um, And this is something that they wanted to point out, too. Children under three and gifts for teenagers are highly suggested and most needed. Every year, it seems like we come up short on gifts for kids under three and for teenagers. So we got some great affordable gift ideas up there on the Rocker app, WRKR.com. Just click Operation Scribble 22, and we got everything you need to know about this sweet event. We're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to having uh, Diane in next week to talk more about it. But get all the info on Operation Scribble right now, WRKR.com.